Hey guys, and welcome to episode three of Paranormal Activities with your host, Ben Axe, and the returning amazing, wonderful guest, <laughs> Danae Axe. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's how you need to greet me every morning. <laughs> Is that right? Well, yes, when you first wake up. To be fair, typically you wake up first. That's true. And you're downstairs before I get up. That's so. true. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, we both get up at like 4.30 in the goddamn morning. But one wishes. So hey, uh, so if you did not listen to episode two, you really should. This I, is a continuation. This is a continuation. Like I don't like my whole point of this show is I'm, I'm not going to try to make it like you have to listen to them all. Episodic. Episodic. But this one it, it is. This is right. part two of this interview. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. So please listen to episode two before you continue. So if you have not listened yet, stop. Go back. There you listen. go. Listen. And I'm gonna wait for you. All right, you're back. And go. So, so, so here we are. So you're back. <laughs> yes. Hello. And uh, so yeah. So what is what is keep going? Okay. Uh, so so the 2016 apartment shit happened. 2015. 2015 apartment stuff happened. Uh, your brother owes me PS3. Yes. Um. Yeah. I could. Uh, I could just buy a new hard drive or just buy a new PlayStation, but. The uh, hard work that I put in for years of the saved games is gone forever. It is gone forever. So you're to blame for that, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> That's true. Like, there there was memory that happened before I met you. Yeah. That is now gone. That probably would still be there if I never met you. How do you feel about that? Proud of my brother. Nice. <laughs> Proud of the strength of my little brother. That's yeah. how I feel about that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That it is, is pretty, really cool. It's pretty epic. Yeah, it, it's something. I mean, it's just... I also feel just like very protected everywhere I go, you oh, know? Hey. Like, I feel like I should kick every door in now, you know? <laughs> Not open them. Kick them in. There you go. I mean, that was just basically, that's what it is. Like, he's like Stone Cold Steve Austin just walking in, glass breaking. Like, blam. That's my PlayStation. Boom. That's my water heater. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I just, I've been carrying around a lot of stress with work here recently. And after talking about him and being my guardian, I feel like, fuck that. I'm going to kick the door in on Monday and just go in there. There you go. Own it. Yeah, and that's the way, that's the way life should be regardless, whether you have a, a, a ghost brother bodyguard or not you yeah know? i mean just kick the door in absolutely all right so we'll so we keep moving on so i mean we have a whole we have years worth of yeah we got events we got to <laughs> um that that story took an hour and yeah. i did not think it would take an hour that was surprising so and that's only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to what we have what you primarily have to say and what i've witnessed and been a part of right uh so so we'll keep moving along so we got together we that that happened in the fall of 2015 we, we hung on that apartment in that apartment after that really not a whole lot happened it no was, it was pretty calm yeah uh and then we moved in together right in into another apartment november of 2016 you and i got a little bit more serious had a hell of a time in that apartment though yeah <laughs> <laughs> sleeping on a futon yeah you know and it's funny i mean this is off topic a little bit but fuck it uh it, it was cool because you know all of the people say you know there's always a futon story there is we had futon stories we have, we have a futon story we're part of that group yeah i mean it, i have a futon story you didn't live there i didn't live there <laughs> but uh i practically lived there you stayed there a lot and you slept with me on the futon when you had your own bed at home yeah you're <laughs> but, welcome uh, and i gave you a futon you after me. you broke your futon i gave you a futon we broke the futon 
you. <laughs> I wasn't there when it finally bit the dirt. <laughs> but uh, so so there that you know that that apartment has a lot of like fun stories and stuff. It does. But uh, nothing ghost related, so we'll move on. Right. And uh, so then we moved into our own place in uh, November of 2016, and and the significance about this is you have a lot of stuff from your family that we that you brought into the apartment. I do. Primarily the table that we used to my kitchen table yeah yeah the kitchen table that's my um step grandmother's kitchen table it's an antique i mean it's from the 70s no like the 50s oh your stepdad had it in the 70s or 50 it's a 50s okay 50s i don't remember yeah no this thing is from the 50s all right so we have so we moved in this apartment i mean it's a little it's a formica table it's you know like like it, it's an antique table. I got you. I just didn't know the years. I had no idea. Right. Time to me doesn't mean a whole lot. I remember when I was in school. Oh, and it's green, and I love it. It's beautiful, and she had it, and I remember we, every time I went to her house, just falling in love with that table, and I was looking at variations of that table at antique malls. They sell them, you know, for like 100 bucks or whatever, and I was right. like, I want that, I want that, I want that. And she, my mom told her, you know, this is, Danae wants one of these tables, and so she told my mom, you know, when it is time, that will be for Danae. And uh, when it was time, it was mine. And it, and, and it was. It's it's something that makes everybody happy because, you know, everybody's got their kitchen table, right? Right. And I didn't have a kitchen table at the time. And then she gave That's it to huge. me. And now it's mine. And they're and they're all like, I'm so glad you have that and that it stayed in the family. And, and that's such a blessing to hear because it's step family, you know. But right. they say that and it's like. It's it. I don't know it, but that's not going anywhere. No, that's now that's, mine until we die, and sure. then it'll go to one of our grandchildren or whatever. So I mean, fuck our kids. Their kids can have it though. Right? Yeah. I don't <laughs> think my kids will appreciate it, but my grandchildren will. So right. <laughs> it'll. I'm a grandchild, and I inherited it. I will give it to a grandchild. And when I said fuck our kids, it's imaginary kids. As we, we don't, don't have, have kids, kids yet. for you to listen <laughs> or you don't know us, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. So. So that so it is an old burial table in the family, and it has history to it. A lot of history, and you know, I and a lot of. Nah, that's not the right way to word that. But one of the ways that ghosts make themselves presence or stay in a certain place is they connect themselves with to the objects. objects. And I do have a lot of. It, it's kind of funny that you point that out because <clears throat> being a product of divorce, multiple divorces, multiple remarriages, multiple homes, I do have a lot of things i collect a lot of things right from all of the different aspects of my life i mean i have our coffee table that was my great-grandmother's um i actually have a lot of stuff there from my step-grandma i didn't realize but i i loved her you know respected her role in my life and so i do i have a lot of i love a lot of items from grandmas in my house um you know afghans quilts um furniture guitars so, <laughs> sure. so moving along here so we moved into a one-bedroom apartment yes and it was, i mean and it's and also i mean we live in ohio which is like one of the most it's it's, it's claimed it's like to the be the most haunted state it is and there's a lot of stuff going on here in ohio for whatever reason i don't know what that's about i don't either it's also the only state right now that's like trying to like fight the coronavirus whatever read earlier but whatever whatever <laughs> but uh anyway so yeah so and we lived right off 75 there in middletown ohio which is also kind of a haunted city if you look it up i've looked it up yeah there's some stuff going on there so we moved in this apartment and this is the first time you and i officially lived together however we, we you know we were pretty much together all the time and a year prior 
But now we have all this old stuff. And when I lived alone, I had like nothing in that place. <laughs> so It is true. So we have some old stuff now. And the story that I remember, one of the first things that had happened, and at this point I was pretty shut off from, from ghost stuff too, from events that I experienced living with my ex before you. There's a whole ghost story there that, You've talked about. I've talked about, not on the show yet. I'll roll later on, probably. Yeah. But a uh, whole thing there. But after that, I closed myself off. I said, fuck it. I'm out. No more. And, and, and when I say that, just to help you, kind of, help you guys kind of understand what I'm saying, if you haven't felt ghost or, or felt that, fuck it. I was really into ghost stuff and paranormal stuff my entire life, You used basically. to be always excited by it. I was excited it. about it. I was into it. And then it went down, and I said, you know what? This is real. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm done. And yeah. I was closed off for about two years. And then, and and I'm not a celebrity. I'm not I'm one with the words, even though I do podcasts. But Chris Jericho, you guys may have heard of. He's a professional wrestler and is a podcast. I know you're over here smiling. But he put it in a perfect way as well. He said the exact same thing that I'm saying right now. He was on a show with Ghost Hunters or whoever the fuck it was. He was on some, some ghost show in New Orleans. And he was also excited into it, blah, 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 blah. And then he did something. He's, I don't know the whole story. Go back to his podcast. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. He has a he does a, a show. He talks about it a little bit on, on his show, which is Talk is Jericho. Look it up. It's pretty awesome. But he, he said he took a machete and stuck it into the ground. And something happened. I don't know what. It's not my story to tell. But after that, he said, this is real. I'm not doing this anymore. That was wrong. I'm done. Like, it wasn't fun anymore. That's how he words it. Yeah, because he he just, he described it as like, this was something that he was really, really, really tuned into. And then, bam, never again. It's not fun. I'm out. It's a real thing. That event happened. And and that same thing happened to me. It's not entertainment anymore. Right. Right. And so for a couple of years, I was kind of closed off. And right now, my my perspective has changed, and I'm going into it. Which a I appreciate because when we started dating, you have to remember, we started dating after my brother had been passed for two years. Right. So my relationship with it was very serious. Sure. Whereas yours was entertainment based. It was. And mine was this is real, and these are people. Sure. So I appreciate that you're here. Well, right. And it's like that you're wh- here now. True. I mean, in my whole again, like my whole perspective has changed, and and I w- I'm going into this again, but different. Seriously. Right. So, I feel like that was a really long way to get into this next story, but it needed to be said anyway. <laughs> so take it, to, you know. So I remember one night. So here's this story. Basically, the first story that I remember from L7 together was when we were living together. We had that table in the dining room. Yeah. And our apartment was a one bedroom. It was this basic setup. It was the, the living room, a kitchen, the bedroom, and one long hallway connecting all of connecting them. Connecting it all. Yeah. And uh, we both, and we talked about this the next day, but that night I woke up and I heard a tap on the table. So did I. And on the was, leg of the table. And I can't replicate it because this is a plastic table that I have now. In but our it was like a, if you were clicking a wedding ring onto an aluminum leg of a table. It basically, just taking metal on metal tap. Yeah. But metal. <laughs> yep. And I woke up and I heard that. I was like, that's weird. It was just a constant. Yep. And and I, I look, because like I could, if I looked over, I could see into the hallway, into the in the room, and it would stop. And that was it. And then you heard the same thing the next day. We talked about it. We talked about it. Like, I don't know who brought it up first. I don't remember. You did. So there we go. So I brought it up, and then you're like, yeah, I heard it too. Yeah. So that's that's a story in itself. Yeah. (laughs) Like, And then you brought it up to your 
stepdad. Stepdad. Yeah. He doesn't remember it, but when I described it to him in the detail that I felt it was happening in, he agreed with me that that sounds about right. Because he... Like his dad was sitting at the table... Paying reading, bills. Yeah, paying bills, reading mail. That's what he said. Clicking. I mean, you told him that, and he was like, well, when I was a kid, that's what he would do. He'd be at the table paying bills or doing what he was doing, and that's... You know how people have their ticks. Yeah, that was his tick. That was his tick, and I was like, well, I just I felt it, and it felt like a blessing, though. It felt like they were blessing our union. You know, me and you had just moved in together. We were taking our relationship very seriously. It was the first time that you and I had ever in our lives, sure, thought about marriage. Yeah, I mean, we're and we were older too. I mean, we were what? How old were we when we got married? I'm. We were twenty nine, twenty eight. I guess it's not that old children. I mean, but we were we were older getting into our relationship. We were, yeah, no, we were like 20, we were 30 when we got married. Okay, so we moved in together when we were 29? We were, we moved in together when we were 28, yeah. Because we were thinking, and we started dating when we were like 27, so. How old are we now? How old am I right now? You're 30. I'm 32. Two. Okay. Yeah. So, but we were, I remember the conversation you and I had when we started dating again. It wasn't the first time we dated, but the second time we dated. You were like, you know, we're adults now. We both know what we want, and we want to do this the right way. Okay. And there were things that I wanted to do to rush into or whatever, and you didn't want to because you were like, I want to do this the right way. And that, every time that I was wanted to fight with you, because I always wanted to fight with you. Yeah, that still holds true. It does. But <laughs> you would always say, we're going to do this the right way, because, and we're not going to do the bullshit you're not going to push me away. I'm not going to push you away. We're going to talk about this because we. this is the thing that's going to work. And you were so sure that we were going to last and it freaked me out, but it calmed me down too because it was like, oh, okay, well, if this is going to be my forever, then I can just be willy-nilly. <laughs> and, you know, I don't. it secures you, but it also scares you all at the same time. But that's what you did for me. You kind of tethered me and gave me wings all at the same time. And I feel like... Because we took our relationship so seriously, it was it. What we got was a blessing from these deceased, this deceased party that 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 was each other's soulmate. Okay, so my my rebuttal with this, not rebuttal, but my question. So you you take it as that. You take it as it it's, was a, it's his dad blessing our relationship. It was. It was not just his dad. It was his mom and his dad saying, you know, I recognize in you what I had with this person. Okay. So what I would take from that would be or possibly another person like a ghost hunter or whatever i hate that word hunter but anyway a person like that would take is uh well that's just maybe that's not the case maybe that can that that spirit is just connected to that table and it's just residual energy tapping i don't think so because me and you both heard it and i heard it in a very specific way i, I heard it in a domestic way i heard it in a male taking care and, and of his family and i feel like you're more in tune than than i am or a lot of other people that i've heard and listened to are <laughs> so, I, I can hear specifics right. i can hear i hear on a on a i feel like that's because of my brother being in that being in the position he's in you know you don't how do I, so it's kind of like you know how you have a favorite radio station right right and, and you're driving down in this area, and you, you might get it, you might not get it, you don't know if you're going to get it or not, but you know if you hit seek back and forth on your stereo, you will you might catch it? Yeah. Okay, so when you have a deceased party that you're very, very close with, that it's like that. It's like tapping into that radio station 
kind of all the time. I guess. It's like a radio wave. I understand. Right. right. So it's like, um, because I can listen to him and I can hear him and I can feel him and we can communicate with a lot of clarity, I think that also allows me to dial in and tune into other things with more clarity than maybe I would be allowed in other situations. And the reason that this is unique is because with a sibling, you have a shared mindset. Right. That that, you, that's fair. There's a connection there. That, yes. That you don't yeah. get with a parent or a partner. You know, like yeah. there are things with you that I share that are very unique to me and you that I would experience and go, this is very me and you. But I don't think that that would allow me to hear and see other people because from birth, what I have with my brother is that. Makes sense. This this shared connection, this shared language. Whereas from 25, that's what I have with you. Right. So, you know, that, that's what's unique here. And um, so what I heard that night and, and felt that night was just this blessing. And when I explained it to Galen... He didn't disagree. And, you know, I think it gave him pause and reflection. But it wasn't a straight out no. It was one of those things that it's just that specific when he was like, oh, yeah, he did used to tap his ring on that table when he was doing stuff. I mean, that's a very specific thing that we didn't know. And he told us after we told him that. I felt it. And I told him I felt that. And when I explained it to him, I think it caught him off guard. And I think that that's something that we kind of tapped into with the first episode is that not everybody wants to hear certain things. Sure. And that's from his childhood, which is harder to hear. You know, like... Yes. And I grew up with a family that was very open and communicated all the time, and maybe he didn't. Right. I didn't. So, like, so I get that. It's, it gives you pause. Right. Right. So, it's, it's, yeah, I get that. And, and that, that makes it more real to me, the fact that he was like, that's, he, yeah, that's my strange. dad, when I was a kid, my dad did that. And, and that's what we heard. That's what so we, we heard. We heard the same shit he heard when he was laying in his bed when yeah. his dad was doing stuff at the table. If somebody tried to tell me that it wasn't what I felt that day, I would very much argue the opposite. Because right. how fair. would you know better than me? I agree with that. I can feel it. You can't. <laughs> so that happened early on. And then also there was a time, I don't remember how this went down i mean we're talking years ago here (laughs) but you told me at one point that you felt an energy i think i said it first i was like i think my grandma was in my apartment last night or in our apartment last night yeah and then you said i I don't know why i said it or why i felt it i just i just feel an energy that was my my grandma i'm very you know i was very close to growing up but i'm not i'm pretty cut off at the same time now i don't deal with that but I forever that day I remember feeling it, and then you were like, "Well, I felt a very busy energy in the apartment." Yes. And you're like, I, you, know, "You didn't know what it was. You just said I felt something that was running around cleaning shit or cleaning blinds and cleaning the curtains. Yeah. She was shaking out the curtains a lot. You she was opening the curtains. And I was like, "Well, that's weird because when I was a little kid, and you said that before, I, I just said I felt that, and you said you felt that with the windows, right? And I was like, "Well, when I was a kid, my grandma, like you know, I might, she was in my house all the time, helped raise me and my sister basically, and she." All she did was clean all the time. All the time. She never sat down. And she walked all the time everywhere. Seeing her sit was a rarity. Like, she was very busy, very anxious. Moving. Always moving. Very moving. All the goddamn time moving. Yes. (laughs) Like, even when we were just, like, not doing anything, she was moving. So, like, she was clean all the time, even though if there's nothing there to clean, she was still clean. and, And it fit perfectly with that. Like, it made no sense. It was weird. Yeah, I remember that. 
I do remember that. That happened. Yeah, it, it was crazy. And so, like, again, I'm not very in tune with that. My sister, however, will bring her up all the time because she tries to be close and wants to be close and stuff. So she's very close with it while I'm Do you try still, to remove yourself? Still removed, but, uh, you know, maybe that will change. We'll, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, so that happened in that same apartment. Right. That and did. that was like, you know, one of those things that you knew something. I did know that. Before. I forgot about that. Yeah, I yeah. knew that before you said it. Yes. So yep. it's kind of like what I was talking about in the first episode, how I just... Know stuff. Enter into a situation and I just kind of know things. Right. And I've always been able to do that. I never told you that my grandma cleaned stuff all the time. No. And you were just like, yeah, it was, it was cleaning. And then she's like, well, that's weird that you say that she was cleaning because... She always cleaned. My grandma always... Clean. <laughs> yeah, and I remember telling you, and you tried to argue with me about well, it. Oh, sure. I'm you did. You that. argued with me yeah. about it. You were like, you know, I was like, well, what I felt was a cleaning, very busy. It was positive, but it was so busy. It was so fast. It was frantic. And and you were not, you didn't want to hear it. And sure. then, fi- and I explained the window so many times that finally you were just like, it could be. It could be. It could be. <laughs> That sounds, that's, that sounds right. That sounds right. like me. Yeah. yeah, we'll fight. And that, and which I think is good because I also hate people who just... Immediately latch on. Immediately. Oh, that's what it was? Yeah. Oh, like, oh, oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. I mean, you, you have to also be a skeptic. You do. Otherwise, you're going to think everything's a ghost and that just defeats the purpose. Right. So but you, I think it proved your skepticism. It did. Absolutely. You know, I, tried to, I tried to argue and, and fight it. Right. So, but I mean, which is good. Otherwise... You know, right. So that happened, and then a, also in that apartment, a situation happened that opened you up. I think. Yeah. So we can talk about that. Yeah. So while we lived together, also your mother committed suicide. She did. And that was a you know a rough time. While we were in the home. Right, we were there, um, at that the house, and that opened me up to what we kind of talked about in the last episode with that funeral bullshit people coming out trying to be important yes that's the point of this podcast so it doesn't matter now (laughs) but uh we did an episode about that in the moose point we did but yes so so that was one of those times to where that i think made you susceptible that word more and i don't know the order of this one i'm about to bring up yeah. I, don't, I don't know but before you get there you are correct because what i learned after caleb passed away caleb died four and a half years before my mother did is that i wanted to stay open and so in deciding to keep myself open because i didn't want to lose a connection with my mother i think it other led to happened. certain events, yes. Um, but there is a story. I don't. Again, that time period was is kind of. It messy. all runs together, yeah. Uh, but this was your brother that I want to talk about next. Okay. It was really weird. I don't know if it was before or after your mom died. I I don't remember. But there was a time that we were hanging out in the living room, and I mean, we were drinking. I can't deny that. Whatever. So if you guys want to think, well, so you're also just drunk. That's cool. Think that if you want to. But uh, we were hanging out, and you just passed out on the chair this was after it was after so i think it was like not too long after no it was very shortly after because he was comforting me that's right okay so and, and when i say passed out i mean we had not been drinking hard no. <laughs> you know what i mean like i remember it very well and if i was drinking hard i would not remember it very well um but you know we drank a lot back then i mean when you say that though it's not like we were binge drinking every no, night it's we like, like we would have a couple drinks a night sure. you know like we'd have a beer or two after work exactly right. I, I, I agree with that that's that's very true that's how the, that's the way to word it <laughs> yeah. so but i remember that you fell asleep on the chair and like 
I always, I was always tired. You were. Everything tired made me so tired all, all the time. All the time. So you fell asleep like, oh, you know, ever she fell asleep. Um, it was early. I thought it was weird that it was that early. The sun was still out. And uh, we were just sitting there, and then, and then all of a sudden you put your hand up, and you were just, you put your hand up. It was weird. And I was looking at you, and I was like, what, what is, what is that about? And I, and I wasn't thinking ghost. I was thinking she's just sleep something. Sometimes in my dreams, I'm at a Pearl Jam concert. Yeah. And sometimes I put my hands up. You, and that happened, a, that happened, that, it hasn't happened lately, but you used to put your hand up and you would, was it the maestro, maestro? Maestro. The maestro. Oh, you just would, rock out. You maestro it. And it was weird. But you, so you, you, but this time you, you, you put your hand up, but you weren't maestroing it. You just put your hand up and then you stood up and then you walked. It was like you were being escorted. It was like somebody took your hand. Sat you, when you brought you up and then walked you to the bedroom. Like you, you, you stood up with your hand up, like somebody was holding it, and your eyes were still closed. And you walked to the bed in the bedroom, and it reminded me. And this happened before the show, The Haunting of Hill House, came out. This is a 2017 still. Oh yeah. But it reminded me of when, yeah, in that show when what's her name, um, the, the youngest twin. Yeah, whatever yeah. her name was, when she was in the house dancing by herself. Yeah. And, and they're showing both images of what she was seeing and what the real reality was. It reminded me of her dancing with her dead husband. Yes. But again, this is a year before that show came out. Keep that in mind. This isn't me trying to copy that show. <laughs> this was a year before that shit came out. You and you and So you stood up with your hand out, and then you walked to the bedroom. And I remember thinking, that's weird. And I tried to wake you up while you were walking. And I nothing I could... Did t- you touch me? I did. And there was no reaction. You just walked. I was like, hey, I tried to shake you. Nothing. No, you walked to the bed. And then you sat down on the bed. And then you laid down on the bed. And then you, you know, rolled over and you were sleeping. And I was like, that was kind of weird. I kind of, rem- I can kind of remember this. And uh, and I was like, that's, that's, cr- uh, I didn't think ghost still. Uh, still was thinking, that's weird. Yeah. And then the next day, it came up. And you're like, I didn't come up yet. You, the next day we were talking. You're like, I remember talking to my brother last night. Yeah. Dewey and, took me to bed. And I was like, well, that's weird because you like walked yourself to bed and you're like, because you thought it was a dream. Yes. You were like, I thought, you know, I felt like Dewey like brought me to bed last night. I was like, that's exactly what, I mean, you walked yourself to bed. So I don't know what that was about. And you're like, that's exactly what it was. Like he took, he tucked me in. He said, you're, you need to go to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> like, enough you're sad right. go to sleep it was it was crazy yeah and that that's something that's gonna that that sticks with me because it was so i forgot about that yeah it was, yeah it was, it was crazy and then another that was after your mother died and then another time happened and this is the one that i think you should probably tell but where we were hanging out one night and you just started hearing things talking to you yes i could um there was this pull on me, and it was weird. So that's what happens. Though, is like you can hear, and and you don't want to drown anything out because you want to hear the things you want to hear. You know, from the people you don't not what you want to hear, but who you want to hear from. That's what you want. You want to hear from who you want to hear from the people that you miss. And from my experience, this was the first time you started hearing things from people that was not Dewey. Right. Because I can always hear him. Right. And you and, and you you'd bring him up a lot before. I mean, there's a lot, all kinds of stories we could say, but there's just so many, it doesn't make 
that there's no point. Right. But this was the first time it that wasn't him. was not Dewey. And you were telling me, like, I'm hearing this shit in my head. And it's not. And I, was, and I was thinking, are you fucking schizophrenic? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what schizophrenia is. <laughs> but, but, but that's not the case. I mean, I didn't think that for real. But that's what the other people from the outside would, could probably would think. think. And so, yeah. So we took Crowley and we went outside because I wanted to be outside so I could hear it better. Remember? We went outside. Okay. Um, and I wanted to hear it. And I kept wanting to hear it, kept wanting to hear it. And I kept hearing it by, like, the trees. And then we went back inside because you were like, that's enough. We're going inside I remember now. getting annoyed thinking this is fucking stupid. We're in a, a populated area. It's nighttime. Enough. We're going inside now. I remember getting aggravated by it. When we got back inside in the kitchen, I pulled up uh, the obituary. Yeah, because you, then you were just talking. You were just saying it's, it's a woman and she... Her hair bows. She, she had hair she bows. Lost, she used to play in these woods. And we lived in an apartment that had some woods, but obviously it was like modernized. A lot of those woods were torn down to make room for this apartment. Right, and like yeah. other, like a church. And... Right, but there were still some wooded areas around there that they kept. Yeah. And, and you said that uh, she used to play in these woods. She and, lost a hair tie. And she lost a hair tie in the woods and that she just liked being there. She did. She liked being a part of that. She wanted to be outside in the nature. And I, but I could explain her the smell of the dirt, what she was doing, and her hair getting caught in the tree limbs because she would run through it and twigs in her hair and, you know, dried up leaves in her hair. And I could, I could feel all of those things. That, that texture is what it kept doing. So, like, it wasn't just her telling you. It was also, she's also showing you. She was showing me, but... So here's what ended up happening, though, with her specifically, is she wanted me to talk to her brother. I always keep a channel open for my brother. And that's a... So it's like she was tuning into a language that I could understand. Right. She wanted me to talk to her brother. She was saying brother, you know, a lot. And showing me these happy memories of being outside and playing outside in the woods and in the nature. So anyway... When I could, when I pulled up her obituary, it was because there was so much common language. She had a son, grandson, who had the same name that me and you picked out if we wanted to name our son. Was it Harrison? Yes. I remember you saying that. Okay. Uh, my stepdad's name is Galen, and she had a son named Galen. Um, she had a brother that she really, really wanted to talk to that was a younger brother. And I have a younger brother, but I think her brother's name was Russell. Um, but there was a lot of names in common and sounds in common. She was buried in a cemetery that had a very similar name to the cemetery my mom and brother are buried in. And um, But she came to me because she wanted me to talk to her brother. And I had a channel open to hear my brother that I had learned to keep open since 2013. Okay. That specifically for him. And when she came through, it was very shocking because, you know, family is so familiar that a lot of people say they don't hear from family or talk to family or they block out family because it makes them feel like a fraud, right? Right. Family is the only thing I want to hear and that I do hear. 
and I hear it. And, and that's why we're the exact opposite. I don't want to hear family. You want to hear family. That's all I want. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. I, that's the only truth I want. That's the only comfort I want. I just want, I want that and that's all I want. And that's all, and most of the time that's all I get. But sometimes they feel so, so far away. And after my mom had passed away, I wanted her so bad. <clears throat> Caleb came forward so quickly because he knew how lost I felt. As only a sibling would. Right. Your mom always thought you were, you know, independent, strong. She didn't need, she didn't think you needed her. Yes. And my brother knew differently. Right. And I think sometimes my mom does not come to me out of guilt or out of her desire for me to be stronger. Just stand on my own two feet. Right. But I wanted her so bad. And I think that when you put desire into the atmosphere like that, you will get desire back. And that's what happened that night. But it wasn't your mom. It was somebody. It was somebody else's mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and I remember, because here's, here's what I remember from, from that. We went back inside, and you just kept talking about it. And I was like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, you were very annoyed with <laughs> like, me. Because I didn't want to have to deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, well, I mean, uh, yeah, I was fucking crazy at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I can admit that. <laughs> and you just but you just kept saying, she's, she's talking to me. She's saying this. She's saying this. She's saying this. And then you were saying things like, yeah, it makes sense. That you can hear that. Yeah. I was like, well, I mean, that, I mean the shit that she was saying, that, yeah, whatever, this happens, this happens, and if you're open to it, then yeah, it's like, I believed in that ghost stuff. But then uh, you're like, well, I need to go outside and, and look. I'm like, it's like 1130 at night. We're not going outside in these fucking woods looking. We're not doing it. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> and then like you got up, you put your shoes, like you were very frantic about it. Like you, you, like you were, something was driving you to do it. You could not not do it. Yes. Like, typically, you would listen to I me. I was completely out of control. Like, typically, you would listen to what I would say, and you would take it, and you're like, okay. But you were like, I'm going to go look. Yeah. With you, without you, I'm going. I have a fucking... Then, so, like, so you went, and I chased after you. Like, well, I guess we're fucking going. So yeah. Was, you weren't going to go by yourself. And I think you found the thing, didn't you? I found the tree. It was a tree in the middle of the woods, because it was a very wooded area. Right. It, it was a tree, and then before I could really kind of start digging into the earth, you pulled me away. Like, we're going to go now. Yeah, but I found <laughs> like, the tree. Like, we're in the middle of the woods at 1130 at night. I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was cold out, but... No, but it was 1130 at night on, like, a fucking Wednesday. Yeah, like, I mean, it wasn't... so dumb, yeah. Wasn't something that we should be doing. <laughs> it wasn't a normal activity, but, but I was... But you were just saying. And then when you did it, you said it stopped. You were like, she's cool. She, You said she just wanted... She said she wanted you just to see it. Did that tree. That's all it was. And she after, just sat under that tree a lot. Yeah. She wanted me to be there. And then, like, I think after you were there, you're like, it relieved it from you or whatever. Does it that did. sound right? Yeah. We went back. And that's when I could find her obituary. Yeah. And then we, yeah. Then found her. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I found that, that after I touched, because I had to touch the tree, the trunk of the tree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And there wasn't really anything special about it. It was like the root system. I needed to touch the roots. I don't, I don't, there was something like the gnarly feeling, the way that that felt under her feet. She just ran a lot there. Yeah. You know, that's all. And, and back when that person was there, it was a whole wooded area. It would have been a whole wooded area. Well, at it, this point, it was just, you know, a small wooded right. area. 
there was a church behind that. She probably played in there after church. Right. Or before That's true. church or yeah. whatever. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, that it could have just been, you know, whatever it was, but that it was significant to her and, you know. That's that's all it was, but yeah. But as I, soon as you saw it, all as soon as you were there, you're frantic and you're. I mean, it was like an hour. And you're in the apartment, like I need to go out there. And I was like, no, no. And then okay, no, she's still talking. I need to. I, I that need went to. on for a while. <laughs> but once you did it, it was like okay, I, I'm good now. I'm it gonna was, go to it bed. Was, it was so weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't explain it. It's like, it's like somebody else's information is being injected into you. You know. Yeah. That's what it was. I, it was I, like, I, yeah. how do I... It's like tuning a radio. I mean, how do I just calm this down? Right. You know? And like figure it out, make, make Get, it sound good. Stop being in between channels and just shush. And then, okay, now that I've heard the whole broadcast, I can turn it off and go to bed. That's what it feels like. That's what happened there. That was right. a very insane experience. It was very insane. It was like crazy because... I only ever leave myself open and vulnerable to things that are familiar. And that was completely unfamiliar. But she figured out a way to communicate because we had so many words in common. And that's when I realized, like, language, it's language. Because when you're not of this world and you're not relying on language to communicate the things that you hold with you when you move on, you use those things to communicate with the things that are still here. So words that have a present, have a past, and have a future for me are words that she was sending to me so that I could listen to her. Makes sense. That's what that was. I mean, absolutely. I mean, and you're not the only person that talks like that when it comes to their radio waves and stuff. And it's funny because you don't listen to other podcasts or look up ghost stuff. No, I don't. I don't because it's like I don't. I don't want that to become the thing that absorbs me. Right. I am so much more than just this one but thing. But what's interesting about that is you don't divulge into any of that. You're just doing you. Right. But you're still using some of the same verbiage that other people who try to do the same thing are using. Mm-hmm. Radio waves. And like, and that's what people say. They're like, it's... You sync up with it, and when you're done, you move on. And it's, yes. it's words. And, and after certain words, I'm out. Like, it's, you're using the same verbiage that other people that I have listened to on other shows. Oh, really? And, and, and just, like, <laughs> reading stuff. That's kind of funny. It is. And that's what's, that's what's crazy about it. It's just, like, you don't, you're not seeing the same stuff that I'm seeing, but you're still seeing using the same words. <laughs> it's it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, and that's what the whole point of this show is. I want to figure it out. I want to do... I want to see the whole picture from everybody's point of view. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, it's 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 weird. It's crazy. I was going somewhere with that. Now I forget. I got distracted. We did more here too. Yeah, we're not done yet. Right. So with the apartment, I think that pretty much wraps it up. That was the last creepy thing because after that I wanted to move. Yeah. So we decided to move. Well, you decided to move. I didn't really care. I got annoyed at that place. But Me uh, too. Yeah, I was ready to go. <laughs> it felt so loud. It was a very loud place to live. I just remember the guy, der, 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 the dirt guy. Yeah. But uh, so we decided, you know, it's time to move on, and we were looking for houses and stuff. Well, then this house opened up. Yes. Um, and it's just, you know, we're running from your father-in-law now, or my father-in-law, your, father-in-law. your stepdad. <laughs> and uh, so we moved into this place, and not a ton has happened here. But what has has been family. It has been and because I fine-tuned it, I think, to only hear. That's fair. Safe and familiar. And I don't remember how it started. And here's what's going to be... This is going to be difficult for me to talk about because it involves my family. 
But you were more conscious than me. I was. So you have to kind of. <laughs> so I don't remember how I went down again. We were drinking, so take that with what you will. So here's the thing, though, that I've realized with this is that in order, f- sometimes in order for me to do a lot of it, my inhibitions have to be down. You have to down them. Absolutely. I have and to be e- down. And even with this, you know, we that ghost thing with your brother happened today with the meter, and then you had a glass of wine, and you're like, well, okay. So, I mean, it's not you're, like, wasted and drunk. It's you have a drink or two. Guard down. Guards a little bit more down. You're more, and I'm the same way. Like when it comes to the ghost stuff, I'm way more open to talk about it. Even podcasting in general, with my wrestling wrestling podcast, after a drink, I'm more relaxed, relaxed, open to what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know. So, so it's, it's not the difference between a drink or two in tripping on acid, right? Is that it's a drink or two to relax my mind. Absolutely. It's not. You're not getting fucked up. Mushrooms. Right. So you're not. Right. You're not. You're not seeing things. I'm not hallucinating. Exactly. Anyway. So we had a few drinks that night. I don't remember how it all went down. I, I really don't. But, but it was I, here. It was here, and this house that we're in right now, and it wasn't long after we had moved in. No. Um, but we moved in, and <clears throat> and I realized too when with moving, um, you're stirring some shit up. You are. Because you're putting things in new places. It's like shaking the dust off. That's and that's also a thing that people in my research I've talked about if, really if you if you if you if there's like a house if you remodel a house stuff yeah. happens a lot more because I mean um, it's just you're just stirring it up a little bit right um if you if you add on to a house it stirs shit up new energy in, being added you, on anything that changes anything and that includes you moving into a new place that changes your whole I mean anybody if you move into I mean, that's that's your biological system it's a proven fact that when you sleep in a new place the first time, your guard's up. You don't get the best night's sleep. That's the first true. Night. I mean, that's just a natural thing. Right. And, and it holds true to you with your with your connection to the other side. And so I think that's probably that's what probably happened. That's probably part of it too. Yeah, <laughs> but, you're right. Uh, so we moved into a new side of it. And something, I don't know how it all went down, but it ended up being you were like, we're going to talk to your grandma right now. And I was like, no. No, we're not. <laughs> we're going to go to bed. And you're like, and I don't know how to say this in a way that makes it make sense because this is going to sound fucking insane. Okay. But you're like, I'm leaving now. I said this. You don't remember this? No. We never talked about it, so I don't know if you remember I, it or not. I seriously, what? <laughs> okay, so you guys are hearing this for the first time just with her. So, no, you said, I'm your grandma. You, you didn't say that. You said, I'm leaving now, and you left. And then you were apparently possessed by my grandma. In my body. Yeah. Do you remember this at all? Where were we? In the uh, upstairs bathroom. It's always in the fucking bathroom. Oh, yeah. I don't know what to tell you about that, but you remember that at all. Dude, you tranced the fuck out. And you sat down and your eyes were closed. Your eyes were not open at all. And you said, what do you want? You said, what? You said, ask me, ask me anything you want to ask me. That's what you said. Ask me anything you want to ask me. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Because I was, again, I, was, I wasn't drunk at all. I was not drunk. You were sober. I was sober. Okay. And I was like, this was is, I drunk? I don't, not that drunk. If you were, we only had, maybe you had a couple, I had a couple of beers. So you probably had a couple of beers. But no, I was very sober. I was very, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I was very, uh, you know, my typical self. Skeptical. Annoyed. Yeah, I was annoyed. I was like, I th- yeah, at first I thought you were just being nuts, you know? And, uh, no, you were like, Ask me, ask me, what do you want to hear? But you had this smile on your face that it was because your eyes were closed, but you had this smile. 
I don't know. That's how it looks. But it wasn't me? <laughs> no, you weren't. And you are just like, ask me. And I was like, ask, ask you what? And you're like, well, ask me anything. I don't remember how you introduced yourself as my grandma. I don't remember that. But uh, I don't remember. But, you, but I don't know. I was like, so are you my grandma? And you were like, yes. I was like, well, when did you die? And you're like, in 2001. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I was like, again, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't like ready to deal with any of that stuff. So I was like, I don't know what to ask you. So me being, I was just trying to like, well, fuck it. Like, am I your favorite grandkid? But it's like joking. <laughs> and you were like, you can't ask me that, but you did stand out. I was like, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that, you know? <laughs> That's so weird. But he was like, you can't ask me that. So he said, with that, with that fucking grin on your face and your eyes closed, like, you can't ask me that. Like, and you said, like, that was like, you can't, like, you chuckled. You can't ask me that, but you, you, you did stand out. I was like, I don't know what that means. It's like, I was like, at that point, and then that was, that's pretty much it. Like, I, I was like, we're, no, we're not. We're done. I'm not talking to my fucking wife, grandmother possessed. And we're not dealing with that. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't. This isn't my life. No. <laughs> so I, I bounced it, whatever, you know, whatever that was, I ended it. Okay. But that's what you said. You said with that fucking grin on your face and your eyes closed, you said, you can't ask me that, but you did stand out. See, I don't remember that at all. I don't. I remember, I thought you were going to talk about the time, was it your uncle, your grandpa, I remember that more, I remember that. I remember you saying you were talking to Bob, which is my dad's brother. Yes. That, yeah, that was more you telling me than me saying anything else. That I remember more and I maybe that's just because I feel him a lot but I remember that more yeah so my brother my I'm sorry my, my brother my dad's brother is named Bob and he actually brought, brought up a dinner last night but he died when I was like two yeah and yeah they did bring him up they, they did because I tried not to like listen right because I didn't want that I was thinking that when my dad started bringing pull. him up I'm like it's gonna get weird yeah. <laughs> but because uh, he always wants me to talk to your dad but I tried to talk to him at Christmas and he didn't want to hear it he started talking about the race I even he tried, the same thing that you do he dismisses yeah, it very yeah. dismissive so I tried I talking to him it. a little bit about the ghost of and he won't he doesn't want to hear it no he doesn't want to hear it but his brother wants to talk to him I believe it but yeah, so he brings him up all the time. But yeah, so that happened last night even. But yeah, so you brought him up because you're saying that your dad, somebody will talk to your dad right now. I don't remember how it went down. Yeah, because they were here when they had left. Is that when they brought like the butter and stuff? Popcorn machine. Yeah. And the butter. Yeah. Yes, it is. So I remember that night you brought that up. Yes. And that was more you than it was me. You were bringing but it up. But he just kept, it's like an anxiety you know, so if you don't actualize what is happening and it's pulling on you, it it leads to kind of a panic. Right. You know, it's like... Well, oh they, my... get, they get stressed out. Yes, because I mean, it's, it's like, like, can't you hear me? Can't you hear me? And they're like, they're, it's like they're pounding on you. Like, hey, 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 hey. Right. Well, you know, I mean, how aggravated I get when I'm trying to tell you something. And, and I'm ignoring you. And you just like... You don't get what I'm saying, so I'm just like, fuck it, you know. Right, and that. So imagine that, but imagine you can only talk to the one person that can hear you. Out of everybody, that's like that's like the last chance, right? This is the only person that can hear me, and they can hear me, 
but they're not fucking listening and they're not fucking saying what I want them to say so they might hear me they might hear me but they're just ignoring me they're not acknowledging me at all so I know that they can hear me they know they can hear me it's aggravating and nobody can see me (laughs) I get pissy when that happens when people ignore me it's so awful imagine being in a room full of crowded people and yanking on somebody's sleeve and they won't turn around right and you're yanking and you're yanking and you're yanking and you're jarring that person and they are physically shaking in front of you but they won't look at you that's that feeling that I get that's that feeling I got that that woman gave me that's the feeling that I get sometimes from your uncle right not everybody is calm some people are very full of no, I feel nervous like energy. my family has a lot of nervous energy. They do. I, I mean, and you're kind of full of nervous energy at times. So I I could see that being like a hereditary thing. Sure. But he's he was, he very much wants your dad to hear him. And I think it's the same thing like how you want to be heard to your siblings. Sure. You know, it, it's just a thing. And he wants to be heard. And he wants his brother to know. You know, that he's here, that he loves him, whatever. Whatever he wants to say. Whatever he wants yeah. to say. I mean, I mean he, he doesn't, I mean, he this does. is not the platform for that, but he right. wants it to be known. And, and there are times when he pulls at me so hard and it's that warm, kind of how we tried to explain that in the last episode. It feels very warm and ingratiating. It's like slipping into a bubble bath, what they want to say and, and that peace of mind that it, that they're giving to you. You want that person that, that's supposed to receive the message to feel that relaxed, but they don't. They're very taken aback because here's this person who doesn't understand that intimacy, right? who doesn't understand that vulnerability, who doesn't know you that way, trying to tell you. I mean, I mean shit, I don't know him. You don't, obviously don't know him at fuck all. Fuck no, I don't. Yeah. But I mean, you don't, he doesn't, you don't want to hear the sweet, comforting soft nurturing things from somebody that you do not have that relationship with right you don't because no, when you do you get offended by it you're sure. like fuck you do i look weak to you get the fuck out of my face absolutely fuck off. i mean i mean i'll be honest like let's say i mean i'm gonna put it in, in my dad's perspective here like let's say i have a kid and then the girl that he's dating comes to my house and is like hey your brother talks to me. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Right? You're, you're like 50 years dead brother yeah, talks to I me. Mean, it's been a minute. Not 50. He died when I was still alive. So oh, 30. All right. <laughs> 30 all right. years. Fine. Your 30 years dead sibling is talking to me to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, that's that's crazy. And that, I think that happened, too. Um, there was a time where a person who I know, I'll tell this whole story later on down the road, but a person I know was like, hey, do you have an uncle named Paul Christopher? And I was like, I yeah he's like well she's he's talking to me right now that's fucking weird well, i told my dad that and he was like that's interesting and then he told his sister that which was her husband and oh. she didn't really take to it she and, didn't want to hear it yeah and it's like and she, that's here's that's the thing that offends people though is like that's his that that would have been her husband right right so it would have been like you talking to our like nephews random ass exactly right like it i mean it's what's weird it would be very disconcerting and and that would upset you but here's the thing that i've realized when it comes to this and i think this is what makes me unique i want to hear from the people that are close to me i want to hear from my family i want to hear from my friends i want to hear from those the, the familiars but what a lot of people end up doing that have this opportunity 
is they do the opposite. They they think that it, they're crazy. So in order for them not to be crazy, they want to hear from complete strangers. And not their family. That's me. Yeah. That's you. Because it, 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 it closes you off. It's not personal. It's not personal. And anything that's not personal is easy. So, exactly. So, it's easy for your, a stranger to come and talk to you. So, that is why situations like that arrive where Paul Christopher is going to go talk to a, a nephew's friend rather than his wife. Somebody that's connected. Well, it's about being connected. Because, right. you know, my family's not... It's his not, nephew's friend, but it's not his wife. But his wife probably heard him and didn't want to hear it. Won't him. hear it. Exactly. So, the, this whole, like, well, how can I get my message across now? My nephew's who, friend. Who, who's the closest I can get to to do it? Right. And it just turned out to be... The person who I knew, who would tell me, who would tell him, who would tell her. Right. And that's what it is. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, I'm the opposite because I'm like, talk to me. And they're like, oh, shit, well, you're my sister. I'll fucking talk to you all day. It's, it's, it's crazy. Or your family was very eager to have a, a sounding board um, for me uh, because, you know, I am... So I'm your wife, but I'm also your dad's daughter-in-law, and they just saw this gateway. Exactly, and that makes sense. That because like I mean, it was acknowledgement for the first time ever. Sure, you know, and they they get it a little bit. I think what they get from your oldest sister is and her name's Abby. She'll be on the show, but she, the thing with her is she, she gets belief. They get belief from her. Right. From the middle sister, they get no acknowledgement whatsoever. They right. get disbelief. Well, the, but like Abby remembers him while I do not, and I'm not sure if family does or not. But so I, it's harder probably for Abby. The same reason that's harder for me talked about my grandma. Because what happens is when you remember somebody in the physical form, is you're holding on to the physical. Right. Whereas like with you're kind of a looser canon, because what you get is is the spiritual. Your interactions are very fluid. Well, I've never really felt connected to uh, any of my dad's. I, I, spiritual is not the right word. What am I saying here? The radio waves, though. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Just the waves. The waves. Because you're not tied down to a memory. Right. Whereas Abby is. Correct. That's correct. Abby has memories. So it's hard, right. Because what she sees is these physical things, whereas you don't see. You feel. Right. That's what that is. And with me being open because I want to hear from my family, what they hear is family, family, connection, connection, boom, bam. Your family is very loud. I hear oh. them a lot. People say that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> That's fair. It's true. It's true. Like the frantic, there's like a, they're, they're, they're just, they're very present. Right. Your family is very present. They're very, they're very quietly loud. I believe that. I mean, that's how we are when we're alive, so I'm sure yeah. it's the same after. It's not, <laughs> they don't shout people down, but they're very no, they're, assertive. I, I, I understand that. And I never really felt, but I, I'm very easily closed off as well. You so are. like, when it comes to like Uncle Bob, I maybe have felt him because I felt things, I feel, I feel things a lot, but I'm also, at the same time, I feel it, and then I shut that shit down. I only ever feel him in terms of your dad. Sure, when he's around. I feel him very much with your dad. Yeah, I, I get that. I do. And and it's funny because I remember that feeling I had. I explained that to you. After Caleb passed away, when I would walk into a room and people, when you come in pairs, 
after your pair dives, they still expect the pair. Right. And then they catch themselves expecting the pair, and then you see that whole experience on their face. Absolutely. And then you die a little inside because, hey, great, I'm just a reminder of what you don't have, and there's this, and it's wonderful, and yay me. Um, I think your dad carries that around a lot. I'm sure I, I see that relationship in him. I also see him trying to carry the room, which is what I try to do sometimes. Um in certain settings, I, I try to carry the room. I try to make everybody comfortable. Right. I want everybody to have fun. I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to be connected. That's what he wants, too. Maybe a little more awkwardly. Well, that's, that's I'm awkward, too. Right. Shit but happens. that's what he does. And I think it's just overcompensating for the loss of his other half. That makes absolute sense. Right. I mean, that's the only way to describe that. But he, I feel him with his brother... All the time. God out. Yeah, when they grew up together, sure, yeah. And I, I don't know if it's because I lost my sibling, my brother. Same idea, and early. That, I feel that mm-hmm. it's very palpable. It's an energy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel it a lot. And I, I don't know. That, but I talk, I remember talking to him more. I don't, I don't remember talking to your grandpa, but I remember talking to him. Did I talk to your grandpa too? I feel like I talked to your grandfather. You, you brought him up one time. I don't remember it that well. Um, it was know. piggybacking off of talking to your uncle. Yeah, though. it was because they time. both came through together. And I thought it was weird when you brought him up because that was not that long ago, actually. And I thought it was weird when you brought him up because we've been together for a while at that point, and you've talked about my grandma and Bob, but you never talked about him. And I never felt close to him ever. I still don't feel close I never to him. Have, yeah. But that one time, he wanted to be heard very badly. He wanted to be heard. I thought it was weird. That's the only time that's the one. That's, wasn't, it was like not that long ago when you brought him up. I kind of dismissed it because it didn't make any sense to me. Didn't matter. Yeah. Was you like, didn't want to hear it? I mean, it's just, no, it just, was, it was, it just wasn't something that has happened. Yeah. Like you brought up, you brought up my dad's brother, Bob, a lot. Right. And you brought up my grandma a lot, but that was the one and only time you brought him up. So. It's the one and only time I felt him. Was, yeah. He I, feels kind of like Galen's dad does where it's. Man of few words, but right. those words matter. Well, that's all he was. I mean, he he was the guy. It sounds like it's interesting to hear, learn. I'm still learning about him. I don't know a whole lot, um, but like he was an adult. He was drafted in World War II after Pearl Harbor. Right. And he served as a gunner. He was a mechanic on on a, on a bomber plane. Um, and then he had like he had kids late. Like he had he was an older guy when he had my dad. Like he was in his forties or fifties when he had my dad. Yeah. So he was just an old dude before he produced. <laughs> so like he was just you know, he's just an old school guy, you know. Your dad remembers him dying. Oh he does. I know the story. He he had a heart attack on the table. He said in the the house that I grew up in, it was the house that he built. And that house is gonna be talked about on this show. What um, strikes me though since you know you're gonna get to that we'll talk about my memory right since i'm here now <clears throat> your dad talked about it a lot with his heart attack sure his last heart attack he talked he was we bring I, him up out of nowhere what's interesting to me though is my memories of talking to your grandfather and your dad's brother were before his ha- heart attack his last heart attack oh yeah is that or, right? no it was right it was in the aftermath of his heart attack i got gotcha. you so they were very much around during his healing process, and they very much wanted to be heard because I only ever felt close to them when he was here well, in our home. they both died of the same thing. They both died of heart attacks. Right, and after your dad had his last heart attack, they were kind of like wounded soldiers. I feel like they were kind of done with it, and that's why like my dad's still living after three. Yeah, they were like, sense. hey, 
enough's dying. enough. Yeah, exactly. Like, I died from this shit. He, you know, I died from this shit. You're not. You're not dying this from is, this shit. This is stupid. You're going to go on a different way. <laughs> right. And I think that's why you're taking your health more seriously, too. But they were very present in that forefront. And then after all of them, I think I, I also talked to my mom. Yeah trying to remember what all else i've done <laughs> there's a lot it's a lot of stuff yeah i talked to my mom which is very intimate i mean yeah and that's pretty much where we're at when it comes to the direct stories yeah right yeah that pretty much covers it it does that's pretty solid so i think it's gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode we're gonna have you back you think i think <laughs> I think you like this more than you'll claim. Probably. <laughs> so, we'll so we'll have you back. That's going to go ahead and wrap up episode three of Paranormal Activities. I just say it that way so I don't like run it together. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, follow follow me on Facebook. You can just search my name. I don't care. Ben Axe. You can follow me on... Uh, actually, I'm Chuck Winchester on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at Ben Axe. Uh, again, not yet an email set up, but there will be soon. Be ready. And then you can directly email me if you want to ask me questions or tell me stories or tell me how dumb I am whatever that's fine and also listen to my other podcast regularly scheduled hostilities which is a wrestling podcast if you like wrestling you can find Danae back with myself at the Moose Point podcast which is fun yeah that goes that goes back to 2017 it does so so again I hope you all enjoyed it and uh, keep listening it's gonna get it's gonna get weird it's it's gonna get weird yeah it'll get weird so uh Keep listening, and we're going to keep learning what is going on together.